0: Please join me in an attitude of prayer. Holy and gracious God, for this day we give you thanks. Lord, may your spirit descend upon us, and may the words of my mouth and meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. We pray this in your name. Amen. All right, we pick back up again with our sermon series on the fruit of the spirit. And, uh, and we're actually almost finished now with our series. Um, Excuse me, after today, we just have two more weeks left to go. Um, And so, so far, we have talked about love, joy, peace, patience, and kindness. Two weeks ago, we uh, talked about goodness. And goodness is about how we see life and how we live it out. Our actions show what is truly in our hearts. A good tree won't bear bad fruit, and a bad tree won't bear good fruit. The only way to truly do good things is to strive for goodness inwardly. And so now today we're going to move on to the next uh, fruit of the Spirit, which is faithfulness. So as I was preparing for this sermon this week, I was asking myself, um, what usually comes to mind when you think about faithfulness? And so for me, uh, what I usually uh, think about um, in terms of faithfulness, we use this word a lot in a lot of different contexts. Um, and one particular area is in the area of relationships. We are called to be, for example, a faithful friend. A friend who doesn't speak poorly behind their friend's back. A friend who is there for the other, willing to help out when needed. A faithful friend is dependable and trustworthy, someone who's dependable and reliable. We're also called to be faithful in our romantic relationships. On our wedding day, we made a covenant with our partner that we will always be faithful to them. That means a lot of things. It means that we are to be our partner's best friend, our, their confidant, their number one cheerleader. We are to be honest in our marriage relationships, keeping no secret from the other. We are to be faithful to our partner romantically and not stray from our partner. In premarital counseling, I tell all the couples as they come in that I know at this stage of of love that they are in with each other, I know they're so in love with each other that it's so um, inconceivable in this moment that they could ever imagine themselves straying from their partner. But I warn them that as time goes on, they may find themselves um, no longer immune to temptations that others face as well. And so, for example, I tell them that perhaps you might have a fight with your spouse one night, and the next day you go to work and you find yourself attracted to your coworker who you always magically get along with. No one is immune to these temptations. And it's not a sin in itself to be tempted, but it's what you do in those moments that matter. Some people give in to the temptation and follow, follow uh, their temptation and fall into sin. But being faithful to, their part, to your partner means that even in times of temptation, we stay true to our partner. We turn toward our partner, we turn inward towards the relationship instead of outward, and we draw strength from each other. Being faithful means abiding by the covenant that we agreed upon on our wedding day and keeping true to each other, even at times and all times, forsaking all others. Of course, when I think about faithfulness, I also think about all the saints, the faithful saints who've gone on before me. Last week, we celebrated our anniversary Sunday, and we remembered all those saints who made us as the church that we are today. Because of their faithfulness, they cast a vision for this church that we can now live into. I also think of all those ancient saints in the greater uh, Christian tradition of the church, all those saints who lived and were sometimes even killed because of their faith in God. Those were the people who stood up for their faith in God and uh, helped to change the course of history, often at great personal cost to themselves and often highly criticized. For example, there was Martin Luther who started the Protestant Reformation 500 years ago when he got so mad at the Roman Catholic Church and their practices at the time, got to stress it was of the time. That he got so mad at them that he wrote a document railing against the sins of the church. His righteous anger and his radical understanding of salvation by faith alone changed the course of history. And now you and I are now sitting in a Protestant church rather than a Catholic church. There was John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist Church, who was an Anglican priest for the Church of England, who had a a vision to preach God's salvation to all those he could, even preaching outside from a field where the coal miners were taking their lunch break, preaching to thousands at a time. And I know this doesn't sound like such a big deal right now, but at the time it was so heretical for a pastor, for a priest to preach outside of a church building. He went to them instead of expecting them to come to him, spreading God's salvation and message of salvation to thousands of people. And eventually it spread the Methodist movement to the point that you and I are now sitting in a united Methodist church. But when we think of what faithfulness is, it is often not our faith in God that we think about, but rather it is God's faithfulness to us that we are so captivated by. No matter who we are or what we do, God is faithful to us. God is trustworthy and reliable. He has never broken any of his promises. God is dependable. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. God's love is unconditional. God seeks to constantly bless us and seek our good, especially in times of frustration and struggles when we can't seem to find anything good come out of the situation. God is our best friend when we feel alone. Our confidant when we have too much laying on our hearts. He is there to take the burden off of ourselves and give us a peace that passes all understanding just by knowing that God is with us. God knows us better than we even know ourselves, just by knowing, just because God has formed us in his image. The passage from Isaiah for today is one of my favorite passages in the Bible because I love the imagery the author shares. The prophet Isaiah writes, Zion says, The Lord has forsaken me, the Lord has forgotten me. But God says, can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. This shows me God's faithfulness because it reminds me that even when we are feeling our lowest, feeling like we are the only ones in the whole wide world that's going through what we are going through in that moment, God says to us, could a mother forget even her own baby? Even if she may forget, I won't forget you. See, I've engraved you on the palms of my hands. we are always near the presence of god we are as close to god as god's embrace we are held in god's loving hands and nothing's going to ever tear us away from god's presence god is faithful to us because nothing can separate us from the love of christ as the apostle paul writes in romans 8 for i am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons Neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. God's faithful love, mercy, and grace hold us close to God, and God will never let anything get between us. As the hymn writer shares, great is thy faithfulness. God gives us a hope for, the, for tomorrow when we feel the future is dark and scary. God gives us grace and forgiveness for the past mistakes that we have made. God is our anchor in our present struggles, reminding us that nothing will ever tear us away from God's safe harbor. That is why we sing great is thy faithfulness. Every morning we wake up, we know God's love for us. We know that God is with us as we walk throughout the day. God is with us when the night approaches. We have a faithful God we can rely upon, and we serve a risen Savior who gives us an assurance that God's faithfulness will be with us even when we draw our last breath here on earth, faithfully bringing us home into his everlasting kingdom where every day we will proclaim. Great is thy faithfulness. Thanks be to God for his great faithfulness to us. Amen.